it'd be funny if I went up to Pete Carroll later, if I ever get a chance to meet him and say, hey, I have some other running plays I could show you that you could have used. And <laughs> then he might say, no, I'll pass. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. My name is Jeremy. I am joined by my wonderful, beautiful, sometimes smart, funny, wait, sometimes smart, always smart, always beautiful, Christina Wise. Co-coach. Christina Wise. Yeah, co-coach. Co- Hello. Co-coach. All right, Christina, we have a very exciting show planned today. We do. Uh, oh, and, and just an update um, on the uh, my brain cloud, as I'm calling it. Is that a medical diagnosis? Is that a, where? Why do I have that name in my head as a thing? I'm looking it it's up. Still, anyway, I f- it's still there. Like I, I'm still not myself. I've been emotional. I've been melancholy. I, I've just i don't know something is wrong something was wrong with my brain it's just not mm-hmm. working words don't work right the colors aren't as as vibrant anymore greens aren't as green blues aren't as blue brain my heart is blue. brain fog brain fog mm-hmm. uh <laughs> symptoms of Web confusion MD. forgetfulness mm-hmm. lack of yep. focus and mental clarity it yeah. is available and treatable learn what to Ooh. do what website is this? Bebrainfit.com. B oh. Okay. So that's so not a real thing. <laughs> oh, and so it says uh lack of sleep, low blood sugar, severe allergies, fluid al- food allergies, dehydration, electrolyte imbalance following heavy ax- exercise. <laughs> well, that's not a problem. <laughs> and I eat plenty of sugar, so I, my blood sugar should be fine. <laughs> it's not about sugar, but okay. I mean, all right. Well, it could have really been from if we have your high fever if, for like so long. If we have any doctors out there, uh, especially brain doctors, <laughs> yeah. I know I. If if randomly after uh, almost a hundred episodes, I find out that we have a like a brain doctor that listens to this podcast mm-hmm. and hasn't like contacted us for some reason, mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be disappointed, but. But still, uh, we want to hear from you because um, something is something is wrong with me. Okay, so let's just get right into it. We're going to talk to um, we're going to talk to your friend, the I guess your friend, the guy that got the back to back Super Bowl champion Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. tattoo. <laughs> uh, We're going to talk about the T-ball situation. We had our first game this weekend, so we're going to recap that. It's loosely game. Let's (laughs) have game game in in quotation. (laughs) We we got some space news. Am I a jerk? All that fun stuff. It's going to be fantastic. So, um, but let's, let's just get right into the interview because I know he's parked on the side of the highway somewhere (laughs) waiting for us to call him, right? He's like a, he's a truck driver. Yes. Is that what he said? So uh, before we call him, how how do you know this guy? Um, I went to school with, I th- they had six kids. So I went to <laughs> school with various of okay. the of the kids. Yeah. And I was very good friends with his sister. Very good friends. Very good friends with his sister. Okay. I once uh, um, forged a note <laughs> and spelled their last name wrong oh fantastic <laughs> yeah good nice so that, as long as it wasn't in more. mom's handwriting then, yeah, then it, it i'm sure to, it worked fine to more more issues or i mean it wasn't in the person's handwriting yeah right. i didn't have many friends that had older brothers mm-hmm. um this was one that that did obviously and so i had a big crush on him mm-hmm. he had a sports mm-hmm. car he probably had some kind of pull-up <clears> bar <throat> situation where he would do pull-ups while we were watching tv mm-hmm um so yeah cool and so you and you are you guys facebook friends we are now i i just saw the news story and i was like hey i know that guy uh oh oh so you guys weren't already no so you saw you just like came across it in the wild yeah the tattoo Mm -hmm. story and then 
and, and then realized that you knew him and then connected with him yeah, online I was friends or whatever. With younger brother and right. his sister, obviously. And I came across it. I didn't even know he had a Facebook at the time. Uh-huh. And then he just randomly put up a joke on his brother's site the other day, like, someone interview me. <laughs> um, oh, okay. And I just said, I will. And that's how it <laughs> how it started. Crazy. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, well let's uh let's let's give him a call. Well, uh OC, we're we're joined today by uh OC and um for those of you that don't know, OC uh came across our radar anyway because he had uh he got a tattoo that said back-to-back Super Bowl champs, um Seattle Seahawks. And has a picture of two Lombardi trophies um, right before, of course, our our ill-fated uh, Super Bowl Super Bowl game last season. So, um, Christy, now, did you guys went to the same high school? Oh, I was friends with this sister. <laughs> okay, and and uh, okay, so OC, uh, can you just kind of walk us through the the whole situation with the tattoo? Like, what led you to make that decision? It first started when they. When they beat the Broncos in Super Bowl Forty Eight, um, I was pretty excited about it. Obviously, we you know waited eight years for them to win a, a title and everything when when they lost to the Steelers in Super Bowl Forty. But uh, after they won uh, handily over the Broncos, I um, I actually made a video of myself saying that I was going to get an addition to my Seahawk tattoo that I already had. I have a, a Seahawk logo on my left arm. Mm-hmm. And I had meant to put Super Bowl 48 champs. Well, throughout the year, I, you know, got real busy with everything. And, uh, so the next season started and everything. And, uh, I know it's real hard to repeat. So I wasn't planning on <laughs> putting the back to back champion on. Yeah. Um, but, but I saw how they were playing. I saw how the teams in the NFC West were, uh, Arizona, even though they had, a you know, they had a third string quarterback, but they were doing fairly well down the stretch. And I said to myself, you know, if if they can beat Arizona in Arizona, you know, the side of the Super Bowl, yeah, you know, I'm gonna get an addition to my tattoo. So that's that's kind of where the idea started for, for to get the back to back um on there. So I had the idea for it, you know, when well first of all I watched the Arizona game. I I watched it in a bar in, in Texas, believe it or not. Uh, Wichita Falls, Texas. I watched it at a uh, Chili's. <laughs> uh, I was the only Seahawks fan in there, and uh, it was it was pretty cool. And then once they, you know, once it was like the third quarter hit or whatever, and I'd already been in there for two and a half hours, I uh, I asked the people in there, "Hey, is there another sports bar around?" And they told me that there was a Buffalo Wild Wings down the road. Sure. And uh, of course, I was in my truck, so I you know I couldn't. Uh, you know, I, I didn't drive. I just left in the parking lot and I walked over there to the other place <laughs> and, uh, you know, started the fourth quarter. They, they pretty much sealed it with a couple of turnovers and I was pretty happy about it. You know, I was drinking heavily that night <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I stumbled back in my truck, shut down, you know, I was already shut down for the night. And, uh, at that moment I said to myself, okay, let's do this. Let's, let's get this tattoo, you know? Yeah. Um, and then when I got back to Jacksonville, um, I, I, I called around in the area where I lived and, uh, a lot of places were closed and I, I, uh, called a couple other places and they said, uh, they just, they said they didn't have any artists working cause it was New Year's, uh, Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And so basically, uh, and I, so I just kind of like drove around the area too. Uh, to see if maybe anyone was open that I didn't find in the book, in the phone book. Uh, so anyways, I, I finally found one. The guy told me to come in and, uh, he would take care of me. I told him I was going to be making some buying videos while I was going to do it. <laughs> yeah. He said he didn't, he said he didn't mind. Yeah. Uh, I originally wanted it to say back to back world champions. Um, but the way she did it on her stencil, it, it wouldn't have fit. Um, 
and she said it wouldn't have looked aesthetically correct if it said there was no room for the world for the word world. Right. So that that's why we just put back to back champions yeah. around my original logo that we had. So so you have the statue and you're putting out the vines. Did you, did you get uh did you get start getting a lot of um uh a lot of responses to to sharing that you were getting this tattoo? Uh not at first because uh when I originally got it the uh I mean I only got maybe a hundred loops on my original vines. Um, and, uh, and then I went to Texas to visit my family and then we actually, we went and watched the, uh, Rams, uh, versus Seahawks, the last game, uh, in, in a Buffalo Wild Wings over there. (laughs) And they had to win that game in order to secure home field throughout the playoffs. Right. Yeah. It really kind of picked up a little bit once they played Carolina because, there's a guy that works at a Charlotte radio station. Uh, his name is Chris McLean. Yeah. And he's ho- host of a show called The Mac Attack. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention it on your show. Yeah, but, yeah you're fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was, a, uh, he was a, um, a DJ, a sports DJ for a, uh, a station in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. And I used to go on there a lot and talk about the Seahawks. And, uh, so I sent him a picture of my tattoo and I told him, Hey, you know, let me go and talk to the Charlotte people on the radio. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to tell them about my tattoo and all this and that. So I went and talked on Charlotte radio and what I wanted to do was have a bet with them. And I wanted them to say, uh, if the Seahawks won, then a Charlotte fan would get a tattoo of the Seahawk logo on their arm. Oh wow! Okay, and nice. then and then if Carolina won, then I was going to get a tattoo. I told them I'd get a tattoo of the Carolina Panther logo. <sighs> well, the host he said, "Well, you got to up the ante a little bit." He said, "You got to get a tattoo of Cam Newton <laughs> if uh, <laughs> if Carolina wins." Yeah. So I said, so I was He's not pretty, a bad looking guy. That's not a, that's not a yeah, horrible yeah. tattoo. I was pretty confident in everything. And, uh, so I told him, I said, all right, I'll, I'll get a tattoo of Cam Newton. You know, if a Carolina fan wants to bet me, I will. So I went on Carolina radio. I talked to them. I talked to their fans, um, indirectly, you know, through the hosts and everything. Sure. And they, they, their fans, you know, we're kind of talking smack to me, but, um, so, you know, it got a little bit of steam there and then it really got steam as they were going to play in the NFC championship game. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually I I got a lot of Patriot fans, uh, that mentioned it even before the, the championship games. Sure. Um, and I had made a vine video of the tattoo uh, before the divisional playoffs when there was eight teams left. Yeah. I said, Seahawks guaranteed back-to-back champions or something like that. <laughs> and I, I hashtag the eight teams that were left uh-huh. and I got a whole bunch of loops on that. <laughs> and, uh, so I got a lot of actual <laughs> Patriot uh, fans even back then before the championship games. Yeah. So, and then after they won that miracle game against Green Bay, then it really kind of went a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. goddamn, that was such an amazing game. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, I have to imagine that even before, and I'm sure uh, after, you you just got covered in a tidal wave of people being super shitty to you on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> um, basically. Um, you know, people were, you know, talking smack to me and everything. And I, you know, I had some shirtless pictures on there and <laughs> I'm not the skinniest of guys. So, <laughs> you know, people were making fun of my back fat and <laughs> stuff like that. Sure. But, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I don't care what anybody says about me. I have a pretty thick skin. So can, can you, and I'm, I'm sure that this is a story that you've told a hundred times, but, um, but I have to ask because I would be uh, remiss if I did not ask it. Can, can you just walk me through like the last minute? or two of the game and, and how you felt and what was going through your head at the at the end of the Super Bowl? 
yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually, I documented everything. And even before the game, I, a lot of people don't know this, but I made a press conference. It was an eight-minute press conference before the game. And it was me and my house. And I was, I talked as if the Seahawks had already won the game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know that I did that. But the reason I did that was because one quote that I had with my tattoo was, you know, anybody can get a tattoo after the game. So what I wanted to say was, well, anybody can do a press conference after the game. <laughs> you know, but I never got to do it. Uh, and I also knew that I'd probably be drinking during the game, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, But anyways, the last drive, you know, my friends were filming me. Every time the Seahawks kind of were down like they were going to score, I made a buying video of it. Yeah. And on the last drive, I was – the whole game, I was just watching nervously. I yeah. mean, I wasn't focused on any commercials. I wasn't focused on a lot of the people that were there at my friend's house. It was just focus on the game. I had to get the game – they had to win the game, basically. <laughs> And, uh, you know, a lot was built up to it. So I was just ready for the game to be over. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when the Seahawks were up by 10 in the fourth quarter, I told my friends, hey, the game's not over yet. You know, the Patriots are a good team. Yep. They could come back. But uh, I could kind of see it flipping away um, from them as the fourth quarter rolled on. And I actually made a Vine video of – of them when they were on the one yard line. And uh, in the Vine video, I said, one yard line, one yard line. And then they threw the interception. And I was like, oh! And I put my hands on my head. And I just, and that's all they got on the Vine video. But I fell down to the ground. Because I, I had already said, yeah. you know, it, the play was going for, you know, a little bit longer than six seconds. So. They got that on the vine. I fell to the ground. And you know when uh, Sherman had that stupid look on his face after yeah. the interception? Like we yeah. all did. Well, I was laying on the ground at that point, looking at the TV, <laughs> and my friends took a picture of that. <laughs> so they, they have a picture of me laying on the ground <laughs> sure. with, my, with my hands on my head, looking at Sherman. And uh, I just, I was in shock. Ugh. I just... Uh, I expected, like everybody else, them to run the ball. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. It'd be funny if I went up to Pete Carroll later, if I ever get a chance to meet him, and say, "Hey, I have some other running plays I could show you <laughs> that you could have used." And yeah, you owe me then money. Then he might say, "No, I'll pass." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. But, but yeah, I just. You know, and we, me and my friend joked about, you know, if they do lose, then he's going to get some sandpaper and sandpaper my tattoo off. And, um, and that's that's what we made a Vine video of it that went viral of him sandpapering my tattoo <laughs> with a sander. And uh, it, I was shaking my head. It, it was sure. real. It was, it was not acting or anything. And the reason I was shaking my head in the thing was, not because of my tattoo. It was because they came so close. It yeah. was like, why couldn't you punch it in? You know, I, yeah. Was, yeah. I was shaking my head at the Seahawks, you know? Yep. And, uh, I just, I was in disbelief, you know? Yeah. So, but, uh, I mean, when I originally got the tattoo, I knew there was a chance they could lose. And even in the green Bay game with five minutes left, I thought the game was over. You yeah. Know? So, I knew I was going to have – I would have rather lost that game like that than to lose the Super Bowl the way they did. Yep. So. Well, um, we have some uh, we have some questions that Christy is going to ask you that we've collected from – we put out there to uh, some friends of ours and listeners of the show that, uh, that we are going to be chatting with you. And so we have some questions that Christy is going to run down and, and, and ask you if you don't mind. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm an open book. Okay, so Mike wants to know if we would have actually won the game, would you have gone out that day and gotten a three-peat tattoo? 
That's a good question, Mike. <laughs> uh, in my press conference, I said, at the end, I said, let's go out and win this one because <laughs> let's just take one Super Bowl at a time. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, I would not have gotten a three-peat. However, I was planning on flying to Seattle. Um, I, I had already made an appointment with my tattoo artist for the, for the Monday. I was going to go in there and I was going to write my Twitter handle on my arm. Yeah. And, and then I was also going to write L M A O on there <laughs> <laughs> and probably the score too. But I called her up the next day and said, Hey Jackie, I'm not coming in, <laughs> yeah. but I already had an appointment. To, to, to go in there on, on Monday. I mean, everything was said. I had flights planned. I was going to go to Seattle, go to the parade, yeah, and, uh, you know, show my tattoo to everybody, go to the rally. It was, but I would have not done a three-peat tattoo, no. <laughs> um, so someone wants to know, how much did it cost? Uh, well, the tattoo was $300, and uh, – the funny thing about that is, uh, and I didn't mind paying the money because I knew that's probably what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I, I was a uh, former server, so I like to take care of my service industry people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was Christmas Eve too. So I ended up, uh, giving Jackie, my, my artist, I gave her 60 bucks as a tip. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I felt like that was a pretty decent tip for, for her to do that for mm-hmm. me. And uh, later when I went to do a follow-up interview at the local uh, news station, I asked her about it and everything, and the the news guy asked her about it. She didn't even remember me giving it to her. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I gave it to her cast, too. And so it was like, damn, I gave you a sweet tip, and you didn't even remember it. (laughs) So. So it, it, all together is 360 with the uh, tip and everything. Um, Cindy wants to know what's your favorite part of the tattoo and what's your least favorite? Well, I actually, uh, I actually like the Lombardi trophies. Um, when I originally wanted to do it, I was going to have them side by side. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually was going to have them smaller. And uh, when Jackie uh, presented them the way they were, one over the other, I thought, Hey, that's pretty cool. You know? And, uh, especially as big as they were. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, the part I really don't like kind of is the Roman numerals, uh, because the way, the way they are, you know, it says, you know, 48 to 49 mm-hmm. and the 49 is kind of on the backside of my arm. So it's, it's hard to get the whole tattoo in one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to kind of like move my arm a little bit and I'm, I'm going to wait till they can go back to back again. And I'm, yeah. I'm probably going to get a cover up over those years. Yeah. That's but, it. Uh, that Josh wanted to know how victorious will you feel when the Hawks go back to back in the next two years? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be hard when they, I, I don't even think they're going to make it next year, but I, I don't know. It's too hard to go four times in a row. You know, and especially mm-hmm. when, uh, I mean, just ask the Bills, you know. If they do go um, within the next couple of years, then, yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to – I'll cover over the years, mm-hmm. and then I have something special that I can't say right now that I will put on it. If I will only do it if they win another one, and then they look like they may go to another one. <laughs> oh, I'm man. Not just gonna do, I I'm love not this. just going to do it at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wait till it's deep in the year. Yeah. You know, and I, and I get a feeling like I did this past year. Oh, man. I love that. Yeah. I love that you already yeah. have something in the works for that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. do you regret it at all? I, I don't because when I originally got it, I just I wanted to do it for fun. And – I really just wanted to do something different, what no one else had ever done. <laughs> when I originally, when I, what, after I did it and, and it was, uh, you know, online and all this and that, I saw, you know, I saw that there was a, a Cowboy fan, a Bill fan, and uh, a Lions fan that got 2015 <laughs> Super Bowl champs. Oh, man. And, yeah, and they all had lost. 
and I didn't, I didn't know that when I got mine. Mm. And also, uh, there was another Seahawks fan that got his the previous year, and and he and one. they won. Yeah, I also didn't know that. And then uh, <laughs> there was another Seahawks fan that did it this year, uh, four days before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so there was actually two of us, but I I kind of wanted to be like the only one. I wanted it to be like an original idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but but I guess I'm the only one that where it actually says back to back. Yeah. Champions. Yeah. So I guess I am still a little bit original. You, you know? should you should start a uh, you should start like a support group with those guys. Like get <laughs> get all of the get the get the Lions and the Cowboys guy and the other Seahawks. You guys could all like have have like a club. I mean that would be there's like Hilarious. there's less than 10 of you in the entire <laughs> you know in the entire world. That's that's a pretty exclusive club that you're a part of. Yeah, well, uh, you know there's a couple blogs that say, "Hey, you know, worst regretted, you know, tattoos the next day, you know." Mm-hmm. And I'm on one of those lists. Um, but when I do go to Seattle, hopefully in late August or something like that, I'm going to see if I can reach out to the other guy. Yeah, uh, I think he works for a radio station or something over there. Okay. And uh, I'm going to see if I can reach out to him. Maybe we can take a picture of both of them together. Oh, that'd be great. Um, I love talking football, so I don't have any regrets about it because whenever anybody mentions it, oh, yeah. I can talk about football. Conversation you know? starter. Is there um, any other questions? Oh, um, so Jeremy wants to know. Not me. Different, different Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> the funny different one. Jeremy. Um, he wants to know if you'll be giving away your tattoo to kids in Africa like the T-shirts <laughs> of the losing teams. <laughs> I did actually consider that, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, Just cut your arm off. I, I thought about that. <laughs> and uh, the only reason why I'm not going to do that is because I think that they're going to go back to back again. Yeah. And Let's hope. if I do that, then uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. if I cut my left arm off and send it to them, <laughs> I mean, I'll still, I'll still be all right. Right. <laughs> If you, if you feel me, no pun intended, right? Uh, but, uh, no, <laughs> I don't want to send anything to those African kids, yeah. man. They're, they're spoiled already. They always get too much stuff from Americans. <laughs> so, but no, I'm not going to send uh, my arm over there. Yeah. Cause, uh, I have Probably a feeling the they're going to go back to back eventually. There we go. There we go. I like, I like the, uh, I like the attitude. Yeah. Um, where where can people find you online? You mentioned Twitter, so throw that out, and then throw out your Vine your Vine name too, so people can find you on there. Yeah, I I go on Twitter. I go by at o the letters O C A S as Hugh H U G H Jazz J H A Z Z, and then uh, my Vine is uh, my name on there is O C, and it's. It's vine.co and then a slash and then the OC as he does. Yeah. Well, I'll, we'll I'll, I'll put links to it and everything in the, in the notes so people yeah. will be able to find John there. Did you, uh, did you have anything else, Christy? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I was going to tell you guys, uh, I don't, you've probably heard of Lyft. You guys are in Seattle, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, you guys have heard of Lyft, haven't you? The uh, car riding service? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, I am a, also uh, a Lyft driver, too. And uh, I I have a uh, personal promo code that any of your listeners can punch in, and they can get a free ride up to twenty five dollars. Oh, nice! Yeah, if, throw, it's, if it's their first one, throw it out. Then. All they have to do is they just have, it's for Android and uh, the iPhone. All you do is download the app. It's L Y F T, and then if you put in the promo code, the letter G E E Z, and then the number two, it's G's two. Then your first ride, you can get uh, free up to twenty five dollars. Nice. So nice. if you're out drinking, watching a Seahawk or a Mariner game <laughs> or whatever, you drink a little bit too much, and you know, go and get the lift. Uh, get the lift, and the, yeah, the free ride, and you can be supporting me in the process. Yeah. Well, thanks. Okay. Thanks for coming yeah. on, OC. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, no problem. I appreciate you guys having me on. I'll talk to you guys anytime if they have any follow-up questions or whatever. All right. Um, I'm actually writing a book about the whole Seahawks thing, so oh, we can talk about that next time if you guys want to. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. Anytime. I appreciate it, guys. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Later.
Okay, so we're back. Hi, everybody. Hello. We're back. Uh, What'd you okay. think? Well, I just as soon as we hung up, I realized that I wanted to ask him um, if he's had a lot of opportunities to like speak to the media and mm-hmm. stuff. I loved when he um, like asked if it was okay if he plugged his friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's allowed to. Uh, I think. I think in radio there. Uh, they're super weird about them mentioning other radio stations and other uh, stuff yeah. because like everybody's um there's only so many pieces of the pie that everybody's uh sharing yeah and he he made he asked me earlier before we started if there was any words that he can't say <laughs> yeah. and i said no and yeah, then i the took it back and seven. said not racist slurs, <laughs> not <laughs> like, racist slurs. <laughs> i can't handle that personally yeah yeah <laughs> Well, I guess we're never going to have like a, a white supremacist on the show. We're, we're not going to have anybody that nerds out about uh, white supremacy. White supremacy on yeah. the show. I guess not. I, I think that that's an okay thing to have as a as a policy. Yeah, I, I think we, that's okay. we have. I don't really want to give those people. We already a, have loose morals. <laughs> let's have some policies. I don't want here. to uh, amplify that voice. So, Christy, I wanted to take this opportunity to. Uh, uh, since we're already discussing regrettable tattoos, oh, I need to stop saying regrettable tattoos because he doesn't. He doesn't regret it. OC is loud and proud mm-hmm. uh, of of the Seahawks situation, and and I have to say, like I I respect that about him. When I first, here was my mindset going into it. I was like, oh my gosh, I felt bad for him. I was kind of embarrassed for him. Like I felt really awkward and uncomfortable about it. Mm-hmm. After talking to him, I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like he he's just like, you know what? He just kind of embraces it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I, and I love that. I love that about OC. He's well, a solid guy. And honestly... It's just like, you know what? It's fun. In that game, in that last you know couple minutes, he went from the smartest guy to the dumbest like in seconds, right? <laughs> and not even. It's uh, not anything he can control. I mean, yeah, he was inches and moments away from... Uh, just having a, an amazing, like, yeah, being like the smartest guy. Um, so I wanted to talk about your regrettable tattoos, or or maybe not. Oh. I don't have any tattoos. You have tattoos, though. I do. Um, do I have so a few. How many tattoos do you have? Five. Do you actually not know? One, two. I'm counting. <laughs> okay. Five. You have five tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are they, real quick? Just go over them. You I'll... have two wrist tattoos. Two wrist tattoos. You have a Harry Potter one. Yes. That says, what does it say? Expecto Patronum. Ex- you say that quietly. Are you? Um, <laughs> no. Expecto Patronum. Embrace Patron. it. Come on. <laughs> Embody OC. Just okay. like, I mean, I, I, I get, I, I, I'm trying, I'm going to try and embrace the OC. Okay. I'm going to try and embrace his and, attitude. So what of tattoo life. are you going to get? Well, not about getting tattoos, but just about mm. like, you know what? Sometimes things don't go as we planned. They don't go as we wanted, but you know what? Uh, Season of the day. It happens. It happens. And take it for what it is mm-hmm. and enjoy the ride. Make some Vine videos out of it. Get out there and speak your truth. That's what the OC is all about. And that's what that's what I'm about. Okay. So, all right. So, you have Harry Potter. You have, uh, what's the other one? Oh, the TBTL slogan. Mm-hmm. It's something in Latin. Yes. That means on to the next party. Correct. Because you're a real wild party animal, I guess. I don't or... see it as the party, though. I see it more as like the adventure mm. or that went kind of embracing your yeah. your own the OC. OC. Your inner OC. Is, uh, when things are down, there's always mm-hmm. the next. Always the next. Yeah. I like it. Okay. All right. And so that's two. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then you said you have five. So what are I the other I have a dandelion three? on my back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I always forget about that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and then I have a yin yang tattoo, which was my first one. I think I was 17. What? Where's your yin yang tattoo? Is it on, on your ankle? ankle? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. where everybody, Everyone you know what? It. I, and I just, I, I don't even know that it's there, but I knew that it was there yeah. once you said you had a yin yeah. yang tattoo. It's, it, I got it when I was 17 well, in my friend's living room. Oh, okay. Prison The style. guy maybe shot up heroin before <laughs> he gave it to me. With the tattoo gun? No. Or? Um, Have you been tested for? <laughs> well, I saw him open needles fresh to mm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Out of Ziploc bags? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. And then um, I have the one regrettable one. I don't regret it in that I got it, but it's just a moon and three stars. Mm-hmm. 
and it's right by my knee. But oh yeah, the one that looks like a smiley face. Now it looks like an emoticon. Yeah, because those weren't things when I got we it. We should take a picture of it. Can we take a picture of it and like put it on the Facebook page or something? Okay. Can we take a picture I mean, of all your tattoos? Why? To share them on the on the, <laughs> on the uh, if we do like a montage. Like of if like we a share, like if, if we put some the word out that we're we're showing some Christy skin on the Facebook page. I think it might. <laughs> we'll get up some the clicks. numbers. We'll yeah, get some we'll clicks. Get some click. Okay, okay. I guess we can do that. But I have to approve all the photos. I do want to get this moon covered mm-hmm. only because it's an emoticon. I like what it symbolized at the time. My friend actually drew it for me. Um, so it's one thing, yeah. Um, but I want to get it covered with an owl, yeah, or an ampersand. Ooh, Those I'm are gonna, my next two. Not if I beat you to it. I know. I'm glad that. I, so I'm actually very thankful that I could not afford tattoos um, <laughs> when I really wanted them because I would I would have a lot of them first of all. Um, and I I always said I always I remember saying like oh I'm gonna get tat- tattoos are forever it's kind of a big deal, and so I'm I'm only going to get the uh, I'm only going to get tat- the tattoos of stuff in my life that I know is never going to change. And mm-hmm. I know that I'm always going to be like super into church and super into Jesus. And so super I'm going to get your wife a whole bunch monogamy. of Jesus, a whole bunch of <laughs> Jesus tattoos. So, you know, and I mean, now I kind of want to get like a, once my daughter gets old enough to write mm-hmm. stuff, I thought it would be really fun to like have her write out like, I love you, dad, while she still does love me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, so we have about gonna, there's going to be a really narrow window yeah. I think, <laughs> when she between can learn to write when she can write and yeah. when she still um is willing to say that she loves me so uh but i thought i don't know i don't know if i'm actually going to do it but i always thought that was kind of cool mm-hmm. and i uh i really i kind of want to get an ampersand tattoo but uh yeah you stole my thunder on I think, that i feel like i don't know i feel like it's going to be it's one of those things that a lot of people get tattoos is of it? it's like i i think okay and uh, so now I'm like kind of on the fence about it because I don't want to be I don't want to be a cliche. OK. You know? Yeah. That's why I'm kind of waiting on the owl because that's like a cool yeah. thing. Well, to but get you, right I, th- I feel like you have a pass on the owl situation because you um, because your last name is wise. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of why I want it. Oh, is it OK if I say your last name on the yeah. podcast? Yes, okay. <laughs> I don't want people that's, to be able I to find of, you. I, that's why I kind of want to do it is like a little tribute to my last name okay all right okay um so we talked about something last week on on the show uh we talked about the we talked about the fact that we are now football uh not football oh god no (laughs) we are t-ball coaches we're baseball t-ball whatever actually i think i would be better at coaching football than i would be at at baseball (laughs) you you know more about football and i actually played it when i was la's age so i kind of have that right so I I have a four year old I have a four year old daughter uh, and we <laughs> I say that anyway whatever mm-hmm. I have a four year old daughter and uh, we signed her up for t ball this year yes. and she's in um, a program that's like other three and four year olds yes and um, it's called Little Sluggers <laughs> and uh, uh, I, after we signed her t-ball, up <laughs> yeah because t ball is like five to six yeah, or something yeah. but but it's played with a team yeah so um. After I signed her up, I realized, like, I have no idea. I talked a little bit about this. I mean, this is always how I feel when it comes to being a parent. Like, I I feel like everybody has... Most of the other parents have their stuff figured out as far as, like, how life works. Yeah, Jeremy has this... And how parenting works. Has this theory that everybody kind of got a manual (laughs) with their kid and he just, like, didn't get it that day. Yeah. And that everyone understands what what they're supposed to be doing. That's kind of how you feel about everything in life, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Little, I have a little bit of that uh, mm-hmm. imposter syndrome, kind of like don't really feel like yeah. I belong anywhere, like I deserve to be there. I definitely feel that way with parenting. So um, we so, haven't heard anything. Yeah, so we hadn't heard anything after we signed her up. So I reached out to the to the guy. I'm like, where do we show up? Uh, do Does I need, need to mitt? bring like a bat and a <laughs> mitt? Like what what do we need to bring? Is there going to be like shirts there or hats or are we wearing uniforms or I don't <laughs> know. Does she need cleats? And um, and he wrote me back and was like, well, they need a coach. Yeah. <laughs> Step like, one, yes, get needs, a coach. Yes, she needs a mitt. But hey, they also need a coach. So um, so me and Christy ended up being the coaches of this team, which is fantastic because Christy's never played baseball, mm-hmm. um, I played and I haven't played on a office softball team. Yeah, 
And like, yeah, you got it. You're good. 95 or something. So so our team name, we are the we are the green grasshoppers. <laughs> and, and so I went to go pick up the hats mm-hmm. uh, and the um, printed out instructions on how to be a T-ball coach. <laughs> and, um, and, and they had like some kind of bug on them. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what kind of bug this is. I guess maybe we'll like circle all the three-year-olds together and talk about it as a team, <laughs> try and get consensus yeah. <laughs> amongst the um, 10 three-year-olds that we have on the team oh as to what kind of insect this is. But he followed up with an email and said, um, no, I need to know who took what shirts or who I gave what shirts to. And then he listed out like green grasshoppers and black whatever. And that mm-hmm. other. so anyway, so we're the green grasshoppers. We okay. had our first game on Saturday. It's 30 minutes of 30 minutes of practice followed mm-hmm. by 30 minutes of quote unquote game like play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there basically um everybody gets a chance to bat so mm-hmm. the team that's on offense that's batting everybody gets a chance to bat you hit the ball as long as it's a fair ball you run to first base there's no outs mm-hmm. nobody nobody keeps track of the score uh if you're on defense then oh and once everybody bats once then you switch sides mm-hmm. and so um when you're on defense all you, all the kids are trying to do is field the ball so they catch the ball that gets hit and then they throw it to first base so we showed up and we had we had our first practice. It was very intimidating. Mm-hmm. The other team, like the coach showed up for the other team about when we did, and he was wearing like an actual baseball shirt. Yeah. He was wearing a baseball shirt, baseball Remember when pants, I wanted shirts a baseball that said hat, coach? and uh and he had a bat bag. Yeah. He had like a actual bat and bag. And he's done it before. <laughs> And so, like, during the practice time, I kind of – I was literally reading off of a piece of paper (laughs) trying to understand what to do. I couldn't remember any of the kids' names, and the parents were constantly correcting me. Um, Half of our team didn't show up with mitts. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we only – We're definitely the bad news bears (laughs) of the little sluggers. Yeah, Yeah. but, you know – Which is fine with me. uh, And I will say, I feel like like some of those other kids were, like – there, I, there was some like juicing involved or yeah. something like, and not Capri Sun juicy. Christy got hit by a line drive <laughs> by the guy yeah. that they had batting cleanup yeah. at the end. He that, was a monster yeah, kid. Yeah, I mean it went like over the bases, over mm-hmm. everybody's heads, over the parents that were mm-hmm. like acting as kind of outfield as much outfield as there is mm-hmm. when the ball. You know, it's a miracle if the ball goes more than like four feet right. when it gets hit off the tee. And the kids all kind of. Well, our kids all <laughs> decided which they thought was the first base, yeah. and so they would kind of all there just was, randomly run. There was a lot of running. There's two parents per kid out on the field almost. <laughs> there was a lot of running to just random bases. Kids, my daughter, I'll getting talk- tired after one inning. Yeah, we had one. We had one kid that had to leave because it was just emotionally <laughs> a lot. too much. There was a lot <laughs> going on. Um, I, I mean, yeah, it it was um. It was it was pretty amazing, I would say. But you know, I I think that um so yeah, my daughter um she was the only girl on b- uh, both of teams. the teams. Mm-hmm. But um but you know she did good, and, and I was kind of proud of her. Everybody was at the end. She had six people there, right, cheering her on. Yeah, uh, not including me and you. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. <laughs> which is great. I'm glad that she's so <laughs> well supported. Um. Afterwards, anytime somebody would say, "Oh, you did such a good job," she'd say, "I know, <laughs> I know, I did good." So <laughs> pretty it was good, fun. I think, My um, team won. We we won. <laughs> yeah, We're gonna we win. We won. Um, you know, overall, I would say it was pretty. It was pretty yeah, solid. she actually um, wants to have a podcast about T-ball, a baseball podcast, and so we will record that next week after oh, the yeah. second week game, yeah. and sh- we'll put that in. Yeah. So she can tell you her perspective. We'll have to have like um, and the four-year-olds. And let me year just olds. tell you that you feel Baseball. that the parents are correcting you a lot, and they're not. You're just self-conscious about it. Oh, with names or whatever? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. not that bad. I Everyone likes you. <laughs> I didn't know anybody. <laughs> I just felt bad because I couldn't remember anybody's name. So I'm like, hey, hey, you, like, <laughs> with with the glasses. Yeah. Oh, that's my daughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your name again? Okay. Yeah. But and uh, they all look, these shirts look giant on them. They all look like they're yeah. wearing these green uh, dresses. They all look like the hats are like movements. falling over their eyes. Yeah. They can I mean these pretty they're fantastic. they're three and four. They're barely yeah. um they can barely run, let mm. alone mm-hmm. have the fundamentals of baseball. Mm-hmm. 
But there was, I mean, there was some kids that were that were on it. Like the second the ball left that tee, mm-hmm. there was a hog pile, you know, of five or six kids pretty yeah, consistently when on the top kid, of the ball. When we were saying throw, uh, drop the bat, and mm-hmm. he like swung around and hit you with <laughs> it, threw it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a couple of kids throw the bat. I'll, one more thing, and then we can transition out okay. of the uh, tee ball talk because I'm sure this is incredibly exciting mm-hmm. for everybody listening. But there was one kid that um, uh, he he would swing through, and he was really eager to hit the ball, mm-hmm. and uh, his momentum would kind of spin him around. Yeah, because he weighs twenty pounds. At, at which point he would just start swinging and hitting the ball the other way yeah. which you know unfortunately was i was standing right behind him yeah. uh so he was hitting the ball directly at me from about a foot away <laughs> uh, but you know luckily they're they're small they're small uh, balls small or kids balls. yeah the, both the light they're light the balls mm-hmm. are, are light and and foam so unless you have the steroid kid hitting you in the shin with it yeah yeah <laughs> you gotta look out for that guy that so i but, think i think next week i'm gonna try i'm gonna bring uh red bull i'm gonna give all the kids yeah, get them go, all go juiced juice. up on red yeah. bull a little before um, the game and then we'll, well also my uh, idea this week was to go early and spy yeah and I yeah. think we need to do that. You can look up some YouTube videos. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I definitely, I just need to figure out what they do for practice. I got the gameplay part down, but the mm-hmm. practice part, I was a little, I was a little lost on. Um, but, uh, but we'll get it. We'll get it. I feel confident. You know, at the end of the day, what it's really about, and I was trying to explain this to, uh, Mike, Mike Frizzell, mm-hmm. um, in a chat or something. It's re- it's about shaping the hearts and minds of these kids, you know? And um, that's that's what we're there for. You're channeling we're your inner Coach Taylor. Make, yeah, I was nervous the night before the game. I couldn't sleep. My four year old mm-hmm. was totally fine. I was up till almost five o'clock in the morning because um, I was anxious about, um, you know, having the responsibility of of, of molding these children. Um, and uh, uh, so I was watching. I was just mainlining um, Friday Night Lights, <laughs> trying to absorb as much Coach Taylor as I could. Um, Does that make so, me Tammy? The kids didn't understand why I was yelling, clear eyes, full hearts. Yeah, they, <laughs> you know, they, like now you say can't lose. Yeah, can't they lose. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we tried to do a one, two, three, go grasshoppers, and yeah, they, they don't rough. even know how to count. <laughs> like it's it's very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you had a you had a you needed to um, uh, lay yourself b- before the court and ask if you were a jerk. Is that right? Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Well, this is a I'm not a jerk. I know for sure. We'll be we'll be the judge of that. Okay. So me and me and I stand in um, I stand in the gap for our listeners. I represent most of our listeners. I mean, I'm kind of the um, every every. I'm, the jury. I'm there. The judge and jury. Ombudsman. I'm there. The ombudsman for our listeners. Um. So you know that ombudsman. Do you know? Have you heard this word? I only heard it like a month ago when somebody said that that's what I was for takedown podcast. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Um. So you know the um skit on Jimmy Kimmel mm-hmm. of celebrities reading tweets. Yeah. That has affected me so much <laughs> that it- I don't. I have actually started to write tweets and then not done it. <laughs> And this is when they read read like hate filled tweets yes. that are tweeted at them. So yes. celebrities get on and read the, the horrible things that people say to them on the internet. Yeah. So I, we've been watching Last Man on Earth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, this is going to have spoilers for anyone who hasn't started it yet. But <laughs> spoiler alert for the horrible <laughs> comedy show. Um, I really had written out. Um, if I was the last man on earth and January Jones was there, I would murder myself. I would, I would commit suicide. Cause <laughs> Which she's one is Jamie terrible. Jones? The blondes oh, okay, from yeah. Mad Men. Uh-huh. She's a terrible actress. She is, she's I can't horrible. tell if that's like her bit or no, it's she's kind of just like a Michael Sarah type situation. Like she's awkward and weird, but she's not like he, I mean, really owns it. Well, because he's acting and she's like stiff, she's very like robotic and yeah. clinical. Yeah, she's just um, yeah, that's a typically beautiful blonde, and so she gets well, the parts. That's judgmental of you to say, but okay, that she's beautiful. Well, no, just you're saying that the only reason that she yeah got she there is, she is landed Mad Mad Men because she looked like a classic '50s okay. housewife, mm-hmm. 
she can't act her way out of a paper bag, as they say. Mm-hmm. The paper bag acts better than she does. <laughs> right. And Thank she's still getting, <laughs> she's still getting these parts and she mm. shouldn't. And it's terrible. And I really wanted to <laughs> tweet that. And then what flashed in my head is her reading it on Chimney. Yes. <laughs> Were you going to tag her in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, see, I feel like, I feel like it's okay to tweet that stuff if you don't tag them in it. I feel like tagging them. Well, I mean, the, even if I didn't, part. people, celebrities Google themselves. Well, no, I, yeah, maybe. But I mean, if somebody's going to that extent, then they're asking for it at, at that point. <laughs> I mean, they're like, that's, that's, they, they're not doing that because they know they're going to find good things. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they know, they know what they're getting into when they search their name. So I feel it's like just a little bit. something that maybe I don't want to put out there. Yeah, I understand. I appreciate your positivity. I will. So, y- you know what? You're not a jerk. But you I will ask, do it to you all I'll day. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like tweet negative things. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I everybody mean, does. I think it's hilarious. That's like fifty well, percent of wait my. Wait till Twitter I get feed. on Jimmy Kimmel, and then I'm reading no. these horrible tweets that you send me. Think about that next time. But yeah, you are kind of mean to me online, and just in general. I mean, like at home and just like <laughs> oh, please. on the phone, text message. Like you're pretty. Oh, that is not you're true. Pretty mean. Well, I don't. All I have to go off are your words and actions, and uh, those it does not bode well for you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, but I will say, regarding this tweet situation, that's good. Good for you. I'm proud. I'm proud of you for um, uh, at least partially uh, no, not adding to the already constant stream of negativity that is out there in the world. And, um, you know, as I always say, anybody can be a critic. It's easy to crap on other people's stuff, to find mm-hmm. people that are out there doing stuff and to make fun of them, to find the, the OCs that are out there doing something, you know, he's passionate about football. He goes out there, he gets this tattoo and, you know, he, he probably caught a, caught, caught a lot of flack for it, but you know what? He's embracing it for, for the journey that it is. Uh, and, and that's, that's. The, that's hard to do. That's harder to do, you know, to to take these maybe negative situations or these challenging things and to find the bright side in them, to find find the positives, to find the um, you know, what 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 can be learned and 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 take taken away from these situations. So, um, I I applaud you, Christina. Thank you. I applaud you for your um um your efforts. Good job. Good job. And Thank you. you are not a jerk. <laughs> for now congratulations <laughs> last week i mentioned um i wanted to have like a, a a segment where i counteract the you um crapping on things basically like whenever you shit on um people's like ideas or when you do your drone strikes and all okay. that stuff i wanted to have like a and we couldn't come up with a name for the okay. segment uh Friend of the show, Chris Schulteis, the uh, ultra marathon runner guy, the guy that's on that runs mm-hmm. like 100 miles for fun. He, I think he just did another race this weekend. Um, he suggested the chill pill. The chill pill. Yeah. Which I like. Okay. So we'll, be, um, we'll be back missile? with that one. We'll be back with the chill pill. Uh, Do I actually get to take a pill that will chill me out? Well, you, you have some, I'm sure. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> uh, I think you know. I think you know what that means, Christina. Is this an intervention? Not yet. Um, uh, okay. T-minus three minutes and counting. Five, four, in the space, three, in the space two, front. One. You know, I'll make this brief. We have a did you see? Did you see the uh, the video that's been going around? It's actually a car commercial, but they they really actually did it in real life where. Um, a, a a girl, um, yes, a thirteen year old wrote a message to her, to astronaut her dad, astronaut dad. Yeah, that in, was in pretty amazing. Sand. So, uh, the, in her writing, yeah, Hyundai used eleven cars to write a huge message to an astronaut as part of its new campaign. Car manufacturer Hyundai has broken a Guinness World Record for the largest tire track image, okay, mm-hmm. ever created. 
The incredible feat was achieved using 11 of its Genesis cars, which drove around the huge bone-dry expanse of Nevada's Del Mar Dry Lake to write a note the size of one and a half Central Parks to an astronaut currently aboard the International Space Station. Of course, no campaign is complete without a sob story, so Hyundai made the note come from the astronaut's 13-year-old daughter, who decided to write, Steph hearts you. And then there's a link to the video, so I'll post a link to the video, but I just thought that was pretty cool. And it was in her handwriting. Yeah, well, and I there's a there was a picture of, I remember when this guy went up into space, there's a picture of, uh, you know, the astronauts a little bit prior to them they go through some medical checks and all that kind of stuff. And they're kind of in like a quarantine, you know, so they're mm-hmm. on the opposite side of this glass and his, uh, his daughter, I think, um, Oh, it says right here. She's 13. His daughter was on the other side and they were like, he was like doing a little heart thing through Aww. the glass right before he launched. Did like, Hyundai oh. put that together too? No, no. Oh. That was, this so, isn't I mean, like a long con that they've got going. <laughs> yeah. I don't, maybe he doesn't even have a daughter. Who knows? No 14 year old loves purchased. their parents. <laughs> yeah, this is all cover. fake. Um, but yeah, the video is pretty great. And uh, I mean, I would, I kind of wish it wasn't a commercial, but it also wouldn't have happened if it wasn't a commercial. Right. So, um, but I, that was sent to me by enough people, apparently including you that I figured, yeah. figured I, uh, needed to share it. So do, do you ever watch the movie gravity? No, no. Have you heard about the, uh, have you heard about gravity? The spe- yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, you- <laughs> a, I'm very aware of gravity. <laughs> have you heard about the, the spacecraft that is currently tumbling through space? No. So this morning, early this morning, um, this morning being April 28th, <laughs> uh, or I guess April 20, yeah, April 28th, um, <clears throat> early, early in the morning, uh, Russia launched a, um, what's called a progress, uh, cargo craft. Which it looks a lot like the Soyuz capsule, but it's um it's one of I think four or three vehicles that send resupply missions to the International Space Station, um, and it lo- it looks very similar to a Soyuz that takes the, that that takes mm-hmm. the astronauts to and from the space station. But they launched it and everything went fine with the launch and it got up into space and um you know rockets happen in multiple stages so the pieces like split apart and the and the spacecraft came out and at that point something went wrong. It was supposed to deploy some antennas and the antennas didn't deploy properly and um it, it's currently basically the ground control has no um ability to contact the spacecraft it's not responding to any commands none of the guidance systems are, are working are there people on there no okay none of the guidance systems are working none of the backup guidance systems are working um and uh with russia is the... there a chance that it went rogue and became alive yeah it's a very good there's a very okay. good chance that this is the beginning of some kind of robotic yeah um, this is how the terminator uprising. movie started right? oh really i don't i've I never don't know. seen it okay <laughs> uh so it, yeah so it's it's currently tumbling through space and there's some mm-hmm. pretty crazy video that they have from the vehicle of it like a camera that's on the vehicle of it like spinning and you see earth like showing up. It's doing about like 20 rotations a minute. Oh wow. So what's that? Like one every three seconds or something. Oh God. I hope I didn't just destroy that math. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, it's spinning around pretty fast. All of the maneuvers that have needed to be done to get it to rendezvous um, have not happened. As of the last update, basically, they had no contact with it. It's still tumbling out of control. Uh, there's a really good chance the spacecraft will be lost altogether. Um, like, the orbit will deteriorate and it will burn up in the atmosphere. And, uh, like I said, it was a resupply mission to the International Space Station. They're totally fine. They have they have two months of food. So, it, basically, what was on board was some food and clothes and... Astronaut ice cream. Sadly, some... Uh, yeah. Sadly, some um, packages, I think, from the kind of, like care packages from the astronauts family, I think, mm-hmm. and, um, and all that stuff is likely lost. But well, luckily, that guy got a, a yeah. car <laughs> got letter from his. Yeah. Um, how much did this mission cost? Uh, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd have to look into that. But the crazy thing is that uh, so the space station actually has engines on it like to propel itself around to be able to keep its orbit from deteriorating and also to be able to avoid 
objects that are in orbit. Okay. Um, and the the progress vehicle that is trying to resupply it right now, that's the only vehicle that's available that can actually refuel the space station. Oh, and no. there's a really good chance that that vehicle will be grounded now. Like that whole fleet of vehicles will be grounded in, in which case, um, well, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to figure something out pretty quickly as a way to, uh, refuel the space station, but they're going to be okay. They have a year of propellant on board. Um, as long as they only do minor maneuvering basically. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I thought that was pretty I have a question. Interesting. Yeah. I have a few, but just one right now. <laughs> um, Russia is going to like break off. Yes. Their plan is to break off. Yep. How will we refuel then? Well, uh, the plan by then is to have other vehicles that are capable, that are rated to, to, to bring propellant up to the space station. Next question. Do you think that this will throw a wrench into their plan of breaking off from the space station? I don't know. Yeah, it might. It depends on um, it depends on what happens. I mean, there's there's a lot going on with the Russian space program. As much as they're, I mean, they're the only way that we can get astronauts to and from space right now. But it it very likely could because this is this is their resupply vehicle. So, okay, last question. Yeah. Um, how did <laughs> Russia become like the place for space travel when <laughs> they had people? like starving to death in the streets and yeah. the mafia runs the country. Well, they were in the space race with the United States back in the day during the cold war and everything, when we were going back and forth and trying to race to the moon and all that kind of stuff, we developed a lot of the same technology uh, and they kept going and we didn't. Oh yeah. All right, Christy. Well, um, let's, uh, let's take this plane in for a landing. We'll, yeah, we're um, going to go with that. Is that, is this going to be our thing? Yeah. That happens? Oh, yeah. So we're just going to like always go with this plain metaphor. Uh, unless you got something better. How about we just say, until next time. Yeah, yeah you do so well with the <laughs> endings. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's take this plane in for a landing. The, the, the gear has been retracted. The flaps are up, which I know about now <laughs> because I flew a... a an airplane electronically, which we will talk about next week, along with the uh, T-ball T-ball report from the from the four year old, uh, and um, yeah, yeah. Is there uh, anything that you wanted to promote your show? Little Red Bandwagon. Little Red Bandwagon. Yeah. Listen to it. It's now twice a week. Ooh. Saturdays and Mondays. Yeah, this is my favorite part is that you guys were putting out like two hour shows. Mm -hmm. And so you, in an effort to not put out two hour yeah. shows, you split it up into two exactly. shows. Exactly. So the first one that you put out was an hour and a half long. Yes. The uh -huh. second one that you put out is an hour and 45 right. minutes long. Yeah. So now, so now instead of two hours, they get three to yeah. four hours yeah. of us. Yeah. But, uh, but I will say this, the episode that's out right now, um, it's going to be episode eight. Uh, it, it's you and and friend of the show, Mike Frizzell, recapping the previous week of TVTL. Mm -hmm. um, you guys you guys really hit a stride. Like, you guys had some real solid banter back and forth. You think so? Um, okay. I, I, you really bonded. I think you really bonded at the top of the show by just uh, being really hurtful and mean to me. <laughs> uh, you really you bonded on that. Soliciting other people's phone numbers well no that was towards the end and then of course there's towards the end of the show i was editing the show for them you know because they record it and then i spend and neither one of us know how to I, do anything i spend like five hours making their hour and a half sound good and taking right. out like the uhs and ums and weird pauses without and you we wouldn't be able all to the do horrible it. mouth noises that mike frizzell makes and the heavy breathing and the weird like nose thing so i i take all that out so I, I go through and I spend all this time cleaning stuff up and I synced up your guys' audio tracks and then I click through to just make sure that it mm -hmm. stayed synced up throughout the episode. And like the first spot that I click to, he's making fun of me for being homeschooled and you're vehemently agreeing with him. Oh, and I then I click through again and you're talking about um, soliciting other uh, listeners of the show and trying to get other guys' numbers because... <laughs> <laughs> you're not married, I guess, or you, there's no ring on it. So yeah. you're not actually, you're single, like single, I guess, or at least on the market for some active backups. Legally single. <laughs> and then skip through 
once more and find you um, telling some stories of uh, about maybe some not so proud times that I have in my life of the things mm-hmm. that I've done and just kind of defaming my character and and that kind of stuff. So um so that was super encouraging. Um, well, the th- best to, part to is you have that. final edit, so you can take all that stuff out. <laughs> that was the best part of listening through to that, um, and then spending you know four hours making it sound nice to to make you guys look good. So, mm-hmm. Thanks Thank for that. Thanks for that, guys. So yeah, you can check out Christie's podcast, Little Red Bandwagon. Um, you can obviously this podcast, Nerd Out Loud. You can find us on our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. Uh, I'm also on the Takedown podcast. This last one. Uh, we, me and Mike, it just, it turned into a dumpster fire. The entire show was just people yelling at themselves and yelling at each other and four of us on Skype. And I have no idea how it actually came out, but, um, or how it's actually going to sound, but we'll, we'll see. So all of that you can find on the, the mothership as, as Mike likes to call it at 10710.com. And, uh, Obviously, everything that we talked about in the show, we'll put in the show notes uh, that you can find at uh, on our website. So, Christina, um, any last words? Never wait for cake. I really want to move to space. <laughs> Let your nerd flag fly! Do it. Why are you shaking your head? If you move to space, I'll I'll write a message in the <laughs> desert. Why were you shaking your head and looking at your phone? Like rolling your eyes or something? Tinder. What? Oh. Not me shooting <laughs> Tinder. <laughs>